Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and it is Sunday, so we are doing Breaches of the Week. And this week in Data Breaches was, well, what do you expect? It's absolutely nuts out there. We're going to dive in, but before we do that, as always, I want to thank the following people that sent me a lot of this information. That would be Jay Dance, Jacqueline Wolf, Charles Grime, and Bruce McMullen. Thank you very much. Please keep sending those tips my way. It always helps me out. With that, Let's dive right in and talk about 23andMe because they obviously updated their data breach. Now, I'm not really going to dive into them because, as you know, uh, I just did a previous segment on 23andMe, but they definitely belong in Breaches of the Week because their update was pretty pretty damaging. So, obviously, go back and check out that previous segment. So, with that, let's dive right into the mini-segment because everybody's suing everybody. And so, our mini-segment of if you just paid for cybersecurity, you wouldn't be getting sued. And we've got some real interesting financial news here in terms of all of these data breaches. And so, the first one up is Comcast, one of the largest, if not the largest, internet provider in the United States. Uh, basically, multiple class actions have now been filed against Comcast over that October 2023 Xfinity breach. I've talked about them as well, but as of January 24th, of uh, 2024, we now have at least five pending uh, class action lawsuits, and basically several law firms are involved into this. So Comcast is not going to have a good year. They had a bad year at the end of 2023, and uh, it's it's getting worse. And if you recall, about 36, 37 million Xfinity customers, which is all of them, essentially are caught up in this. So if you have Comcast Xfinity for your residential home needs, you definitely want to check in. You might be getting paid. Moving on. Let's talk about L.A. County or Los Angeles County in California because they just agreed to pay $5 million, and this is really interesting, to a top executive of an election software company who had been arrested and charged in 2022 with mishandling voter data in a case that prosecutors in L.A. County dropped a few weeks later, and that's according to the executive's lawyers. Now, the payment which settles a lawsuit that was filed last year is yet another twist for Eugene Yu. Basically, he's a co-founder of a software company called Conech. Now, I have been following this one for quite some time. Mr. Yu and his company faced just a ton of right-wing conspiracy theories after the 2020 election, including that Conech, which is based in Michigan, was storing election data in China. Now, Mr. Yu, basically of Chinese descent, repeatedly denied sending data to China, including in an article in the New York Times about the false claims as part of the coverage, basically for the misinformation and elections. And so there was no evidence that anybody could find. And so by virtue of that, it was dropped. He filed a lawsuit essentially because, well, he was defamed and now LA owes him $5 million. Moving on. Let's head on over to the UK, because everybody's suing everybody worldwide, and talk about South Tees Hospital NHS Foundation Trust. Now, the Information Commissioner's Officer ICO in the UK basically announced that it reprimanded South Tees Hospital NHS Foundation Trust for a data breach which resulted in a disclosure containing sensitive information to basically an unauthorized family member. Now, in November of 2022, a trust employee sent a standard letter to inform the father of a patient of an upcoming appointment, but the appointment letter was sent to the wrong address. Human error, nevertheless. Now, the subsequent investigation by the ICO confirmed that this disclosure was a result of human error, but it also found no evidence that the trust fully and appropriately prepared staff for their role, basically in dealing with correspondence that was sensitive. In other words, train your staff. If you can show that you basically have trained them and human error still 
sets in because quite frankly we're human and we make errors you're mitigating that damage make sure make sure make sure you are basically running all of your employees through awareness training and if you're an individual you should be just training yourself as well it's just table stakes at this point moving on Let's talk about Builders Mutual out of North Carolina. Quote, plaintiffs bring this class action against Builders Mutual for its failure to properly secure and safeguard plaintiffs and others similarly situated individuals' names, date of birth, social security number, and workers' compensation information from hackers. End quote. <clears throat> now that's according to the amended complaint against Builders Mutual filed in federal court in North Carolina last week. So heads up to you if you use Builders Mutual, they tend to insure construction projects. Moving on, let's keep it in insurance and talk about progressive insurance. Yes, the one with flow, if I recall correctly. Quote, defendant knew or should have known that do the, that do the, and this is a copy paste direct quote. So defendant knew and should have known that do to the increasing number of well-publicized data breaches that have occurred in the United States, large data storage such as this require the highest level of protection, which defendant failed to provide. That is according to the complaint against progressive insurance. We will see where that goes. That's all the information I have at the moment. Thank you very much, legal paywalls. I don't know why so many legal sites have that. But anyway, progressive insurance, if you have them, you may be entitled to compensation. Moving on. Bay and Bay Transportation Services. They've agreed to pay $230,000 to settle allegations that they failed to protect the personal information of 6,739 current and former employees that was exposed in a 2021 data breach under a deal given final approval in federal court. Now, Billy Perry alleged in March of 2022 that basically in his lawsuit that Bay and Bay, a trucking and logistics company, failed to implement adequate data security procedures leading to the exposure of employees names, addresses, birth dates, driver's license numbers, social security, and direct deposit information. So if you ever work for Bay and Bay, heads up to you. Moving on, Lincare Holdings. They are a provider of in-home respiratory care and equipment. A $7.25 million settlement has been proposed to resolve their class action. Now, legal action was taken by the affected individuals who allege that Lincare Holdings was negligent for failing to implement reasonable and appropriate cybersecurity measures, and those measures uh, basically hadn't really been implemented, so the data breach could have been avoided if they had. So Lincare has not admitted any wrongdoing, but they're proposing a settlement to simply end this. We'll see where that goes. You know I'll keep you up to date. Moving on, Lone Depot. I talked about them, I want to say like a month or two ago, regarding their data breach, because, uh, they, oh, actually, yeah, it was a couple about a month ago, because in early January is when they went down, and that has now uh, ushered in a wave of litigation accusing the lender and servicer of failing to protect personally identifiable information of both past and current customers. That, again, also under a paywall, but but short, short answer is uh, if you work with Loan Depot for all your loan needs, you might be entitled to compensation as well. And so those are all of the companies that are getting sued or paying out or whatever it is this week, and if they just paid... A little bit more money, they wouldn't be getting sued. They wouldn't have their da reputations damaged, including L.A. County, apparently. Moving on, back to regular breaches. <clears throat> Let's talk about an interesting one. This is the AI startup Anthropic. Now, the company said that on Monday, January 22nd, they became aware that a contractor inadvertently sent a file containing non-sensitive customer information to a third party. Now, the file uh, basically detailed a quote-unquote subset of customer names as well as open credit balances at the end of 2023. Quote, our investigation shows 
this was an isolated incident caused by human error, not a breach of the systems. We have notified affected customers and provided them with relevant guidance. That's according to an Anthropic spokesperson talking to publications. Now, here's where this is interesting because the finding came just before the Federal Trade Commission, the U.S. agency in charge of regulating market competition, announced that it was investigating Anthropic strategic partnerships with both Amazon and Google, as well of those as those of its rival as well, OpenAI, with its backer of Microsoft. And so Anthropic may become the next big thing. We don't know. But nevertheless, the FTC is beginning to investigate. And the last thing you want to go through is some kind of data breach, no matter how minor, when the FTC is basically knocking on the door because they are one of the enforcement wings of the federal government for financial corporations. So there you go. So heads up if you uh, use Anthropic. Anthropic or pay for them, somebody might know your balance from last year. Moving on. Let's talk about the Seattle Housing Authority because they were hit with a data breach late last year, which affected tenants. And <clears throat> basically the affected tenants for the record just received word within like the last week or two, meaning over a year ago or roughly a year ago, and now they're just finding out. Now, the SHA confirmed this breach to local news uh, this past Friday, describing it as a, quote, incident where our service has been accessed, end quote. Now, that included personal information, apparently for an unspecified number of employees and tenants working for or with the organization. Now, according to the SHA, this breach occurred in October of 2023. So if you have anything to do with the Seattle Housing Authority, you might want to check in, but they didn't notify for over a year. So there's going to be fines and lawsuits. I promise you that. Moving on. Let's talk about the SDPD or San Diego Police Department because a file containing personal details of SDPD employees, including individuals' names and contact information, was made available on the department's website in early January, and they confirmed that to local news in San Diego. Quote, the San Diego Police Department became aware of a vulnerability in the department's website that could have allowed someone to gain access to some member's personal identifiable information, end quote. That's according to spokesperson Lieutenant Dan Meyer talking to local uh, NBC affiliate. Now, a data breach essentially is defined by the state of California as any unencrypted personal information that was or is believed to have been acquired by an unauthorized person. Standard definition, and here we are. So some of the department members' information was accessed, according to Meyer, adding that the, basically the department was working to notify those affected. So if you're an employee or maybe a cop at the SDPD, better check in. Moving on, let's head on down to Australia. And this is actually an update from a 2022 data breach that has been called the worst data breach in Australia history. We are talking about Medibank. Now, here's a quick backdrop. A personal information of 9.7 million Aussies was stolen from the country's largest health insurer, Medibank, in, Medibank excuse me, in late 2022. Sensitive documents, including abortion records, were also posted online. So Australia is now leveling sanctions. Now, these cyber shank, sank, sanctions, the first of their kind for the entire country, include financial penalties and a travel ban for Alexander Ermakov. Now, this is interesting because little has been made public about Mr. Ermakov, but Australia intelligence authorities say that he is part of that infamous Russian cyber gang that broke up in 2022 as a result of Russian intelligence needing them for the Ukraine war are evil. Now, they've been linked to attacks across Europe, the United States, and the United Kingdom as well, obviously Australia too. Now, announcing those measures this past Tuesday, Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill described the Metabank hack as a quote, the single most devastating cyber attack we have experienced as a nation. 
Now, authorities are still investigating the breach, uh, Ms. O'Neill added, and basically more people may face penalties as well. It is the first time the government, as I mentioned, has used their cyber sanction legislation, which was passed back in 2021, and that applies basically financial punishments to people involved in significant online attacks. Now, I don't think Mr. Ermakov is going to be leaving Russia anytime soon, given the full court press worth of sanctions on Russia due to their war in Ukraine, which, quite frankly, we are all hoping they lose. So we'll see what goes on. But there you go. Heads up to you. If you're in Australia, you're starting to get some justice, kind of, for your MetaBank breach. Moving on, quick update on Perry Johnson and Associates. And now we have another group disclosing because they're a medical third-party vendor. And this week, it's Bon Secours Mercy Health. So if you go to Bon Secours Mercy Health, that is an employee or a patient, you might want to check in. Moving on. Let's head on up to the Great White North, America's hat, and talk about Hamilton, the city of Hamilton in Ontario, right down the street from Toronto. Now, the city of Hamilton informed the province's Office of Privacy Commissioner of a data breach that impacted 59 residents who had registered as town meeting delegates. Residents' email addresses, uh, email addresses, residential addresses, and phone numbers may have been impacted, impacted after an error occurred in the city's eScribe system. So, heads up to you if you're one of the 59 delegates in Hamilton, Ontario, and I've been there many times for the record especially in my youth, interestingly enough, for soccer tournaments, heads up to you. Moving on, let's talk about First Financial Security. Now, on January 19th, 2024, First Financial Security filed a notice of data breach with California after discovering that the company was recently targeted as a ransomware in a ransomware attack. Now, in this notice, they explained that the incident resulted in unauthorized uh, party gaining access to information. We're talking names, social security, and personal information. They are now sending out data breach notifications as well. Moving on, let's head on back to the United Kingdom and talk about water supplier Southern Water. Now, they confirmed they suffered a data breach after the Black Basta ransomware group appeared to leak uh, customer-held data, uh, and here we are. Now, the utilities company, which serves around 4.6 million customers all across all of southern England, admitted in a post on January 23rd that a, quote, limited amount of data had been published. Now, Black Basta uh, had earlier claimed to have successfully attacked Southern Water, and it published a small sample of data on its leak site. So, Heads up to you if you use Southern Water for your water needs in Southern England, you may be in trouble here. Moving on, let's head on over to Kansas and talk about Kansas Joint and Spine Specialists out of Wichita. Now, the vic they were the victim of a data breach. The Texas Attorney General, interestingly enough, was notified, uh, basically. And so we're talking patient names, addresses, Social Security numbers, driver's license numbers, financial information, such as account number, debit, credit card numbers, all that kind of stuff, medical information, health insurance information, and date of birth were compromised in this breach so obviously not good pretty much everything so heads up kansas joint and spine specialist patients out of wichita moving on let's talk about a company called ardent or ahs management company better known as ardent health services they filed with texas after discovering that they basically had a ransomware attack now they said an unauthorized party gained access to names addresses phone numbers email social security medical treatment information health insurance uh, and claims information medicaid medicare numbers and more they are sending out as well so if you use ardent for all of your medical needs Heads up. Moving on, let's talk about HP Enterprise. Yes, HP Enterprise, one of the largest corporations in the world, because they're not immune, as really nobody is. Now, attackers 
with suspected ties to the Russian government, gained access basically to technology manufacturer HP Enterprise, uh, basically, and they hit the cloud email environment for the company. I'm assuming they're on Office 365 like everybody else. Now, in a filing with SEC regulators on uh, basically this past Wednesday afternoon, HPE said that it was notified on December 12th that hackers connected to Cozy Bear, also known as Midnight Blizzard, had breached its network and spent months exfiltrating data. The company did not respond to requests for comment about basically who notified them of this incident. And I quote, based on our investigation, we now believe the threat actor access and exfiltrated data beginning in May 2023 from a small percentage of HPE mailboxes belonging to individuals in our cybersecurity, go-to-market, business segments, and other functions, end quote. Now, if you recall, basically, uh, Cozy Bear, aka Midnight Blizzard, is also the one that essentially Microsoft found crawling around their networks looking for specific information that Microsoft cybersecurity researchers and executives actually had on that group. So the question is, is HPE in that boat as well? Because HPE has a threat intelligence outfit as well because they're that big? I don't know, but nevertheless, HPE is now disclosing, and that's never fun. We honestly have a huge problem with, with Russian intelligence breaking into everything, as we do with other countries as well, but Russia is... Well, Russia. Moving on, let's talk about Equilend. They're a securities finance technology outfit. They suffered a significant cybersecurity breach just days after they announced that they are going to be bought by private equity firm Welsh, Carson, Anderson, and Stowe, or WCAS. That's never a good look. You're about to be bought, and you've got a data breach. Now, the breach which occurred on January 2022 of this year, led to unauthorized access of Equilend systems and subsequently caused disruptions in its automated securities lending services. Now, interestingly enough, I have basically been called into data breaches of companies that are being acquired, and it always lowers the valuation because, well, you want money off if the secret sauce is out there, so never good. Moving on, speaking of secret sauce, let's talk about Subway. Yes, the giant sandwich chain, Subway. Uh, who would hit Subway? Well, why not? Now, Subway, the sandwich fast food franchise, may have been the latest victim of Lockbit, one of the world's most notorious ransomware groups. The reason why? Lockbit published a blog alleging that the sandwich chain was trying to hide the data leak, which includes, quote, all financial aspects, end quote, of the company. And I quote Lockbit directly, the biggest sandwich chain is pretending that nothing happened. We exfiltrated their subs internal system, which includes hundreds of gigabytes of data and all financial aspects of the franchise, including employee salaries, franchise royalty payments, master franchise commission payments, restaurant turnovers, etc. We are giving some time for them to come and protect this data. If not, we are open to sell to competitors. End quote. In other words, McDonald's, do you want to know what your competitor's doing? You know, bub subs, whatever. Go, go talk to Lockbit. They're happy to work with you. Now, here's the thing. Given that Subway probably went through one of the most damaging public black eyes that you can have with their previous spokesperson, Gerald Fogel, who is now spending like a bazillion years in prison because he's a child predator, I'm wondering if Lockbit got some of that information as well. And if they did, are we going to know about it? In other words, how do they handle such a damaging scandal in terms of like risk management and crisis management? That has to be just a, a real interesting look into that because you literally don't know that you're hiring a monster, a literal monster to basically hawk your restaurant. And when that all comes to light, man, who wants to go to Subway? So that's interesting. And, and to be perfectly honest, not because of Jared, but like I can't remember the last time I was actually in a Subway or had Subway. 
If you've had Subway lately, let me know. Is it still good? And anyway, I'll move on. With that, let's talk about 9near.org. Now, this is coming out of Thailand, and this is really interesting because a criminal court in Thailand issued an order to block the website 9, the number 9near.org, after it threatened to expose the personal information of 55 million Thai citizens supposedly obtained from vaccine registration records. Now, the site's operator, known as Nine Near Hacktivist, claimed to have access sensitive details such as full names, birth dates, ID card numbers, and phone numbers. And basically, this prompted then action from the Ministry of Digital Economy and Society, or DES, in Thailand. And so the court basically said, we're blocking it nationwide. And so there you go. You've got really good and tight control. Like let's say China has, you can block whatever you want. I don't know if Thailand is at that point, but apparently they are tight enough that they can essentially just order at least their service providers, if not the whole thing, to simply block it. So we'll see where that goes. And that doesn't stop any of us from going to look at that. So heads up to you if you're a Thai citizen outside of Thailand or even in Thailand as well. Moving on, we have one finally for this week. And that would be the Moab, or what is being called the mother of all breaches, Moab. There you go. Now, security researchers have warned that a database containing no less than 26 billion leaked data records has now been discovered. The supermassive data leak, or Moab, mother of all breaches, uh, basically is likely the biggest one that we have found to date. Now, according to researchers from Security Discovery and Cyber News, the newly discovered database is basically 12 terabytes in size and therefore deserves the Moab title. Now, the research team thinks that the 26 billion record database found on an open storage instance would likely have been compiled by a malicious actor or a data broker attempting to sell this information. Quote, threat actors could leverage the ag aggregated data for a wide range of attacks, including identity theft, sophisticated phishing schemes, targeted cyber attacks, and unauthorized access to personal and sensitive accounts. Now, as well as data from Chinese messaging giant Tencent and social media outfit Weibo, or Weibo, records uh, from users of platforms and services in the West, such as Twitter, Dropbox, LinkedIn, Adobe, Canva, and Telegram, were also found in this database. Now, worryingly, the researchers also said that records from an assortment of U.S. and other government organizations are also compiled in these 26 billion records. Now, if there is good news here... It's that this does not appear to be new data. Rather, it's basically a whole bunch of compiled records from thousands of previous breaches and leaks, meaning somebody didn't didn't go ahead and just hack the world and get new data. This has been constantly being aggregated. And the nice part is data ages. We move, we change, you know, we get married, we get divorced, you know, all these kinds of things. And so by virtue of that, we change our passwords too. By virtue of that, as the data ages, as long as you're keeping up with password changing and good cyber hygiene, you're less affected by these kinds of things. That's not to say that businesses and government records aren't obviously a very critical thing, but we are also creatures of habit. So that's a huge thing. Now, on top of this, there's going to be a huge amount of duplicate data within this compilation. So the inclusion of usernames and password combinations, though, obviously are a cause for concern because we're probably going to see a massive rise in credential stuffing attacks because this data, if it's exposed to the world and other attackers get it, maybe they're adding new usernames and passwords to their data set. Remember, that's how 23andMe initially got breached. But please make sure you're going back to that earlier segment to hear the 23andMe news because it is absolutely off the rails and quite frankly, 23andMe has got some issues. So those are your breaches of the week. Another absolutely insane week. Were you affected? 
let me know. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.